That's what's so interesting is like so many people love her that I never really understand why people need to decide to kind of like take these stances when they have like hundreds of thousands, in fact, millions of people that are obsessed with them. Literally, are you millions? You took all of my money. And everyone else is <laughs> in, that, in that damn arena. So just before clicking record on this, I asked Peyton if it was okay if I poured myself a tequila soda, and she admitted to me that she's been drinking wine since 2 p.m. Literally, please don't pour this to my boss. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I felt guilty for um, eyeing my Espelon all day, but looks like I'm going to get to her a little bit sooner tomorrow. Yes, welcome, dear. It's been one of those days, huh? <laughs> it has been one of those days, but now I have a gorgeous tequila soda in my hand, and I'm ready to talk shit. Oh, Let's go. Welcome back, girls and gays, for another episode of Internet There's been so much drama on the internet this week. Honestly, like, way too much drama. Too much. Too much. But we're very excited to break it down and get into every aspect of the Lana Del Rey mess for you today. Shall we begin? I'm Justin Moran. And I'm Peyton Dix. And this is internet where each week we break down all the celebrities, stories, memes, and trends that you should give a shit about online. So I almost feel like I don't even have to ask how you are considering we just open this episode being like, we're drinking. <laughs> but I will <laughs> ask, Justin, how are you? I'm honestly doing a lot better. It's amazing what three sips of tequila will do to a girl. Mm, say that. <laughs> but I, I absolutely, the three-day weekend did not do enough for me. I needed more. Yeah, I could have used another day. Maybe another week. Who knows? Maybe another week, but... We are back yet again, and I would like to know specifically from you, what is your pit this week? <laughs> oh, Justin, my pit this week is, of course, the potential Glee reboot. And if you know me, you might God. be wondering, Peyton, you love Glee. That's that's extremely your shit. Um, but the way in which I don't need it in my present day life is abundant. <laughs> And thank you for saying that because it takes a lot of um, self-awareness to admit that your Glee obsession does have some flaws. Or exceptions, maybe. It maybe does. not flaws, it's exceptions. It just felt like such a relic of its time. And I'm sick of reboots. And I don't need like some 2020 version of a show that we already had. That also was already like chaotic. And that's being generous. It's like a sweet word to describe Glee, you know? But yeah, I don't need like, what is it, Gwyneth Paltrow, even though we stand, but like singing in Spanish about sex to students. I don't <laughs> Who even would be on the Glee reboot? Like Jane Lynch? Is she coming back? <laughs> Nene Leakes? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like, it's time to let that one go. We have yeah. it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it on your free time. I really don't need like a, a Glee cover of Rain on Me. Okay, wait, I might though. <laughs> wait, <laughs> now, that said, it. now that I've said it out loud, I'm actually begging for it. <laughs> but anyway, Ryan Murphy, just work on Hollywood or whatever you're doing. We don't need the Glee. We've got other projects to look forward to. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, so what is your pit this week, Justin? Uh, my pit this week is Khloe Kardashian's new face. Yeah. We've all we've all seen it. We've all seen it. And she has a completely different look. And like, here's my thing is like I try <laughs> I was about to be like, I try to remain neutral, which is an absolute lie. 
Like, I would have a podcast if I was a neutral woman. <laughs> but it's just, it's just so the Kardashians specifically the way that they have transformed from their original selves to like then black women to now what is like a white black woman. It, it's crazy. I don't even know what's going on. It is crazy. And apart from the fact that the Kardashians have all been slowly becoming black women, I just am over this kind of like Instagram face that every single person strives to create. And it's not like they're, I mean, they are getting plastic surgery, but then there's so much editing that's done on their phone. Yeah. And I think we'll look back on this time, like everyone wanted this one specific look, similar to how everyone wanted one specific look in like the early 2000s, but I'm just begging for a new look. Right. I want to see some like pores, like some cloth pores. I'm begging for ugly. Okay. And actually, I don't even think it's that cute, this look that everyone's going for, if I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't. I don't bite. That's not my thing. No. I mean, it might be because that look is simply unachievable for a girl like me, but um, I just don't think it's that cute. I did appreciate how her breasts were golden, though. <laughs> Literal gold. I was like, what? This, this is not bronzer anymore, sweetheart. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't notice. She did look happy. We can give her that. Okay, yeah. You know what? Let's, let's, we'll hold on to joy. We'll hold on to joy. And on on the note of happiness, Peyton, what was your peak this week? Uh, Justin. Actually, my peak, I had a hard time choosing, but I feel like this one gave me the most joy, was Oprah's gigantic cabbage that she manifested in her garden. And I do, I will say, again, I said this last last episode, I'll say it again. I do plan on eating the rich. I do plan on digesting the wealthy. Oprah is on that list. And her cabbages as well. I was going to say, you got a salad on the side, sweetie. Honey, I do. That's my app. Um, But it literally was like bigger than her head. The size of that cabbage was ungodly. I hadn't seen it and I just pulled it up. She's literally hobbling carrying it. Right? It's like too heavy. But also, Justin, I love that you like in real time will be like, wait, what happened? <laughs> no, I never know what the fuck you're talking about. Then I'm like, oh, wait, this is genius. That's fair. That's fair. No one ever knows what I'm talking about. But anyway, so I'm, I plan on making a home in um, that bed of lettuce that she has created. What was your peak this week? Okay, God, don't hate me, but obviously my peak this week is the Rain On Me music video by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. You know, I know. (laughs) I said to Charlotte, who produces this podcast, I was like, have we done too much Lady Gaga content on internet-y? And she was like, no, it's fine. I'm like, thank you. Not in that tone. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, okay, I think what I love most about this video is... A, that it was directed by the same person that directed Spy Kids right. and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. But I feel like it's been a really long time since gay Twitter has collectively enjoyed something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I mean, besides, like, cinema, thank you for reference of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And let's <laughs> with that Spy Kids, literally a peak. That's a cultural reset. <laughs> and we had another one when this video dropped. Yeah. So that kind of explains the weird CGI backgrounds that... When I first watched it, I was like, do they know this looks really cheesy? But it's actually intentional because it was the director who did Spy Kids. So they knew exactly what they were getting. Yeah, they were like, we know what we're getting into and we're we're loving it here. And we're loving it here. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the lyrics of Rain On Me have lent 
lent themselves to gorgeous videos of gays dancing in their shower, gorgeous euphemisms of people being peed on, or better, um, rain on me, tsunami. <laughs> I will say that that day that it dropped in New York, it was raining. And I was just like, I, I'm, I can't even log on to Instagram because I know it's just going to be a bunch of wet gays frolicking in the rain playing gaga like i was like i only have so much so many instagram stories to talk through (laughs) and what's worse than a a dry gay a wet gay thank you for that tattoo that on my lower back (laughs) oh god well speaking of things that made twitter go absolutely nuts i think we should get into the deep messy drama that is lana del rey's many many posts this past weekend So if you're on the internet, then you know this last week has been an absolute mess. Literally, name a celebrity that hasn't been involved in some sort of cancellation challenge. It's been a rough week for pretty much everyone, myself included. But one lady in particular decided to make this really, really hard for herself. (laughs) I love Lady. (laughs) Lady. Queen of Lolitas, Lana Del Rey. So if you aren't sure what we're talking about, which, you know, I'm sure you do. But... Lana Del Rey decided to take it upon herself to ask a, to pose a question for the culture, which is how her post opens. She posted last week, basically this dissertation in some like typewriter font because she's better than a notes app. I don't know. And she just like made some points, but which we will dive into later, but didn't need to involve other women in music, which she did. And, like, I love to compare and contrast as much as the next girl, but, of course, that caused a lot of backlash, especially because a lot of the women that she was comparing herself to were women of color. Namely, uh, Doja Cat, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Kalani, and Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, I'm sorry. Is bold. Right. If you're typing out all those names with a hot take, you might want to take a few steps back. Right. Because the stands are scary. Like, you got to be safe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this isn't Azealia. You know what I mean? This is this is, this is is another level. Um, right. Also, I'm scared of Azealia, too. So I guess that's fair. Oh, God. You've <laughs> just opened us up. I know. Sorry. Please don't come for paper. <laughs> um, I will say, though, after that post, obviously, a lot of people called her out. Um basically saying her her thesis statement, right, was that there needs to be room for softness and femininity in, like, for women in music, which, and, and just a feminist movement, which is true and fair. And, like, to each their own valid, you know, feminism looks a hundred thousand different ways. But to open up the statement, comparing yourself to all these women, including... I don't know. I just, we have to unpack that. Like, I think she might think Ariana Grande is a black woman. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't mention Ariana in my list of women of color earlier, but Ariana was included in Lana's list. And like, we have to acknowledge that because then when she later addressed the response, she said, don't make it about women of color. And I was like, just for clarity, Lana, Ariana is white. We all have to remember she's an Italian woman of color. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But basically, Lana was saying that, like, why do these other women in music get to talk about sex and be provocative? But then Lana is criticized for the same things, which... (sighs) Yeah, that size says a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I think she could have made her point without including any other person. 
I think sure. all she needed to say was like, I shouldn't be criticized for talking about sex in the way that I want to. Right. And she has been. Like, to be clear, like, this is not her making things up. Like, she definitely has had critics come for the way she expresses and talks about her previous relationships or songs inspired by certain types of relationships. And it's largely men who are criticizing Lana Del Rey for doing those things, which is fucked up. So some people were joking that, like, did she just wake up and read every single article written about her? Like, why is she so upset right now? Right, right. Which, <laughs> And then, like, after posting, just, like, totally went back to sleep, I'm sure. Because it was just a radio show <laughs> after that. Yeah, yeah. It was very, like, I just have a thought, and I'm going to drop it, and goodbye. But then she probably woke up and was like, holy shit. Everyone was up in arms, including Doja Cat, who commented on her post saying, gang sunk that dunker. Which I don't have the brain, the bandwidth or the brain cells to figure that one out. <laughs> well, yeah, and she, she swiftly deleted it. So, you know. Maybe she stands by that. Maybe, right. she's, maybe she's questioning what she, what she meant. But then she did tweet gang with a big just like space and then said completed in parentheses. So she knew what she was doing. Oh, Doja Cat on the internet. That might be another episode of Internetty. <laughs> but back to Lana for a minute. She did a few days later post a follow-up. Mind you, there's another one coming up after this. That she calls her, quote, controversial post. And it's kind of like, well, Lana, yeah, it was controversial. Like, you don't have to put it in quotations. Like, that's what it was. And, like, just kind of doubled down on her opinion instead of just, like, maybe swallowing her pride for a second and thinking about the fact that like you're talking about women that look like you and then comparing yourself to mostly not Ariana Grande again black women or women of color like of course that sounds and looks a certain way but a lot of white people don't have the bandwidth to like understand the racial implications of statements like that you know so specifically in this follow-up post this paragraph stood stood out to a girl like me she says, I'm sorry that the folks who I can only assume are super Trump Pence supporters or hyper liberals or flip flopping headline grabbing critics can't read and want to make it a race war. When in fact, the issue was with female critics and female alternative artists who are dissociated from their own fragility and sexuality and berate more sexually liberated artists like myself and the women I mentioned. And it's kind of like, but that wasn't your point. Like you made yourself separate from those women. Like you didn't group them together as like, we're all fighting this cause together. Cause yes, like end men in media and like end, end male music critics for sure. But that's not what you said, sis. And again, with the second post, Lana is pitting herself against other women. In this case, you know, female critics when she needs to just talk about her own experience as a woman in music and not be constantly like pitting herself against other people. I think that's sort of, like, the issue that people took with this. Yeah. Like, no one was fully mad at, well, I don't know if no one, let me not say that, but most of the issue was, like, you don't need to involve other women, especially women of color who have to, like, work harder to be taken seriously in this industry to make your point about you. Like, you, this statement would have just been on every Tumblr page and like peeking all over Twitter if it left out other women. Exactly. And if it left out like female critics. I kind of am over this like general dis like just discrediting anyone who's a writer like that has an opinion 
right now and artists often try and discredit people that have opinions who are working in media. Right. I do kind of hate when people in general, not just Lana Del Rey, like artists, like quote tweet, like a Pitchfork article being like, cancel them. And then everyone, the writer, when it's like, that is her job. Like, you are fine. (laughs) Right. So then later, I mean, obviously Lana caught wind of everyone having an opinion on this, but didn't seem bothered and posted a picture of a woman and a man on some sort of like expensive looking pontoon, maybe. And, and said to those asking, I'm chilling, just sharing my thoughts in poetry and in music, like it or not. For the record, just before we move on to her last and final post, which hopefully it's her last and final post, Lana Del Rey dated a cop. Let's just remember that. <laughs> Let's just remember that Miss Lana Del Rey dated a cop. If you're dating a cop in 2020, you're, you're just setting yourself up to be canceled. But like she said, what did she say in the first one? Like, I'm sorry for being glamorous. But like, I'm not sorry for being glamorous. I feel like she would fold dating a cop into this, like, Into this glamour, yes. Like, you can't fuck JFK. He's dead. I'm sorry. Like, you've got to move on. (laughs) She also, like, used to do this kind of crazy Latina accent that, like, like, and also for the record, we should say this. Like, we love Lana Del Rey. Like, we've been listening to her music since the get-go, honey. I was born to die. Like... So this was hard for us. This was not like an easy, breezy, beautiful criticism. Didn't you go to her show with those expensive ass tickets on like some beach somewhere? Bitch, yes. And I was high out of my mind. (laughs) Worth every minute, every penny. Oh my God. She literally just like sat on a swing and like walked around lazily and like wore like a black peplum dress. It was iconic. (laughs) And you were like, thank you for taking a thousand dollars out of my bank account. Literally. Okay, but this final post. Ugh. So I will say, usually these kind of posts come in a notes app, so I do love that she's at least giving us something to work with because this came in black and white video format with like one of those like kind of edits where it looks like old film, you know? She loves, she loves a pre-made iMovie filter. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so that apology, honestly, it's like six minutes long. Watch it on your own time if you want to. Honestly, if you're black, don't. But <laughs> it basically, one more time, doubles down again on her point of being like, wow, I can't believe everyone just made this about race. Like she's wearing this like plaid button up, which feels weighted, but I'm not going to get into that because that's not my territory. And like goes off about being like, you know, I finally opened up and like, look at what you guys gave to me in return. Thanks a lot for that. Like, this isn't about race. Like you made it about race and it says more about you. And it's just like, like, I don't even think we have the time on this podcast to dissect like all the weighted issues in this like poor me, Karen type. I know. And the caption of this is nobody gets to tell your story, which, okay, fair. But I think, like, what's been interesting about Lana's approach to this is she's doubling down, and all she needed to say was, like, I don't think I clearly worded what I wanted to get across as best as I can, and I hear your feedback, I appreciate your feedback, and this is the point I was trying to get at. Because what she forgets is, like, people are very... People move quickly on the internet. Like, people are angry for an hour, and then they move on to the next thing they're angry about. Like, like we've been saying this whole time, there are some truths in what Lana is trying to say. And she shouldn't be, you know, criticized for being sexual or 
being on a stripper pole or talking about fucking her way to the top. She should be allowed to do that. And many, many people, in fact, people like Peyton and I love her for that. Yeah. But um, the issue is that she's like comparing herself to all these women. Right. But and one even of after, like, that was the main criticism. She clearly didn't understand that because then she brought in FKA Twigs being like, it's I'm a whore when I'm on a pole, but then when FKA is on a pole, it's art. And it's like, Lana, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but we love Lana for being a whore on the pole. Like that's part of her art. It's like, I only want Lana like sat on the back of a motorcycle with some old middle-aged man. That's what I want. I know. And I think it's amazing. And, and everyone thinks it's amazing. That's what's so interesting is like so many people love her that I never really understand why people need to decide to kind of like make these, take these stances when they have like hundreds of thousands in fact millions of people that are obsessed with them literally are you millions you took all of my money and everyone else is <laughs> in that in that damn arena um, right. yeah it's it's it was a hard a hard pill to swallow for me but on top of all of this we do have a silver lining what her album coming out <laughs> yeah she announced her album which is of course called chemtrails over the country club over the country club <laughs> All over the country club. <laughs> God. Yeah. I'm like, I will be listening to it, of course. I will be listening to it. And she does I, have a book of poetry, but I will not be reading that. I think that it's... Isn't there an audiobook? Uh, you know, Justin, I think we have to leave that for another episode. I can't get into... I can't get into audiobooks by Lon Del Rey. But aren't you going to listen to the poetry book? <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe. I guess the sad part is it's just like, Lana, like, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. But who knows? I'm sure she'll come back out of this one. On a more selfish note, Peyton, I saw that you tweeted something genius. And I think it's going to make, if you let me in on the deal, both of us more money than this podcast ever could. <laughs> Wait, which tweet? You tweeted something about how there have been so many, like, public celebrity apologies, and they're always designed in such such strange ways that there should be some app that allows it allows you to format it. If you'd like to give me your elevator pitch, I'm listening. Honestly, yeah. Wait, Justin, let's link and build. <laughs> we got two celebrities listening to this, which I know you all are. Next time you're canceled, just call Justin and I, and we got you with a cool, well-formatted apology. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we can consult on the contents of your apology, too. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're good on both ends. Thank you to the quarantine girls and gays for listening as always. We will be back with a new episode next week, so keep listening for us every Friday. And if you love internet or even slightly enjoy it, or even if you hate this shit, please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share with your friends. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>